Defend yourself to me. Defend yourself to me. Tell me why you like the shit you like. Defend yourself to me. Now defend the solo. Defense with Joey Bergman. I didn't get to hear it. Hear what? Your theme song. I know. I thought you wanted to just go. No, I do like the. I do like your theme song. Thank you. Okay, I, mean, <laughs> I thought I would hear it. The, the two times I've listened to this podcast, I've listened to that theme song. What was like, the other one? Good. Weren't you only on once before? No, I'm on twice. Oh. Because one time I did my bad taste. Uh huh. And then I did buddy cops. Oh, that's right. Which I took in way entirely too seriously. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but not your third time. Third time's the charm. Welcome back. Yeah, what can I say? Ben Clausen, repeat guest. Welcome back. Future host. Uh, feel free to move that mic right up to the edge. That's where I live, baby. <laughs> true story. True story. One time I was talking with a person of the opposite sex. I am a, a man. A person of interest. So, yes, I was talking person about James Caviezel age. from Person of Interest. <laughs> James Caviezel. I was talking to Jimmy Caviezel. Good old from Pers- James Caviezel, as we all know him. I was talking about Jimmy Caviezel, <laughs> Jesus from Passion of the Christ. Uh-huh. No, I was talking to a lady, um, and somehow it came up like, oh, hey, wh- you know, like, where do you live? And, you know, she gave an honest answer, and mm-hmm. she said, oh, and where do you live? And I said, on the edge, baby. <laughs> and? Uh, I was going for cool, but she laughed. So, I mean, I'll take it. Sure. I'll always take a laugh. Does that ever happen to you? Where, like, you'll do something, unintentionally get a laugh and think, I still got a laugh. <laughs> All the time. I, I gave up on trying to be cool a long time ago, though. And then what's up with the mustache? It's not to be cool. <laughs> I am shocked. I just like it. <laughs> Does anybody okay, else? Are you going to text through the whole podcast? Just wondering. Bro, I'm setting it up. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I see you're ready. <laughs> do you want me to launch into it? Hey, if you want to, if you want to launch into it, go. Or ahead, we can buddy. just riff for a while, talk about being cool. Give a little riff raff. Do you think you're cool? No. Have, okay. Do you I, think I'm cool? Okay. So how old are you? Wait. Don't glaze over that. Do you think I'm cool? In your own way, yeah, man. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> um. So you're what? You're gonna be 28. Yeah. In a couple months. Uh huh. Looking back on your life, when were you the coolest? Oh God. I don't know. Like, when you think about, like, what was the coolest show? Was it when you had your shark tooth necklace? It was in my third grade school photo where I wore a shark tooth, ne- shark tooth necklace. Shark. Did you know did you kill that shark? I did. <laughs> I always keep a souvenir. Isn't it funny? Like, doesn't every, I mean, young boy, because I'm assuming you only have male listeners. Yeah. Um, doesn't everybody go through around, like, that third, fourth, fifth grade where you're like, I'm going to try a necklace. Like I had a necklace phase where sure. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock like a puka shell necklace and just see what happens. You know, when I saw we saw your sister today, yeah. friend of the show, Emily, and yeah. she made a comment. She friend said, of the show, wearing a necklace, and I was like, I've been wearing this necklace for like ten years straight. You are you and Dominic Toretto have been wearing necklaces the longest. We like to call it ice. <laughs> we wear ice frosting. If and you have just watched, by the way, spoiler alert: Dominic gives the necklace to Letty when they get married secretly spoiler in fast and furious 8 he has it again because remember he leaves it in the plane 
Oh, that's true. Okay, spoiler, then, he left then, it on a plane. <laughs> and then it becomes, wait, no, then, the then baby. Statham gets it back at the end, right? Because it's like, friends oh, the baby. Spoilers. Right. <laughs> wait, I guess, you know, we did just spoil the the biggest reveal well, we didn't in say. Fate of the Furious. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Anyone who wanted to see that, Fate of the, the Furious saw Fate of the Furious. How did you feel about that? We're... Months removed from Fate of the Furious. <laughs> how do you how do you feel about the, the reveal at the end? Yeah, at the end. Well, I, I guess halfway through the movie, uh, I liked it. It 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 relied a lot on knowing the franchise, which I feel like a lot of people. I was surprised at how much that movie required previous viewing. <laughs> oh yeah, like five and six, you can pretty much jump in, like Fast Five. Yeah, it's like a pool. Just jump right in. Yeah, just jump right in. But seven, you kind of need to know a little bit because you know you've got P Dubs' death hanging over it. Yeah. So if you have no attachment, you're going to be kind of like, "This is strange." But in eight, it's like a full out sequel. And even if you've seen it all, they make it seem like you should know other things. Like the into <laughs> the opening in Cuba, they're like, "Hey, here's that cousin keep, that's always in trouble. Keep that Cuban pride." That Cuban innovation, yeah. don't lose it. Uh, you know what? You know what they should have done is in Fast and the Furious Six, they do like one of my all-time favorite things in the whole franchise, which is uh, they start off with that uh, car race between Brian and Dominic. Yeah, this is not a Fast and the Furious episode, although we could do <laughs> a Fast and the Furious. I've already done one. They do that driving down the like windy road when they're in like Brazil or wherever they mm-hmm. are. Because Mia is having a baby. Right. And they're like, we got to race 200 miles an hour during these winding roads because she's going to be racing because we got to see the baby get born. Yeah. And then as Brian's walking in, being granted, being like greeted by nuns, uh-huh. and he's like, I got to go see my baby be born. And Dominic goes, hey, Brian, and like stops him from walking into the delivery room. Uh-huh. And he goes, just remember when you walk through that door. You ain't never coming back the same. Or, like, something like that, okay? Uh, he really takes his time while this baby's being born, which yeah. they're rushing for. But, you know, long walk to get where I was. Uh-huh. They then segue into, like, what I can only describe as a previously on Fast and the Furious. Yes. And they do that song set to that, that was that Wiz Khalifa? Mm-hmm. And it's like they do, like, the run-through of every single movie where they do, like, a little montage of, like... I love that. They should have done that for eight because yeah, you kind of needed down. some of those, like... Like, Rocky did that after a while. Like, the first 10 minutes of every, like, Rocky movie was... This was the previous Rocky movie, uh-huh. just in case you missed three. Here's... We're going to set you up for this a little bit. He, he lost his money. He pretended to be a caveman for a little bit. Got his money back. He fought Apollo Creed. And now you know what's going on. Exactly. I w- it's all right. You're fine. <laughs> uh, I want to circle back to your Vin Diesel impression. Yeah. Because you kind of, like... There's a little bit of like baby talk to it, a little baby boss to it. There's a little baby boss to it, and I really like thinking of him speaking like a little bit like a baby. Cookies are for clothes. (laughs) Put that cookie out of your mouth. Cookies are for clothes. That's my baby. That's Vin Diesel as baby boss. It's pretty good. (laughs) Vin Diesel as baby boss. That would have been great. See, I would have seen that movie. You know, I still think Kevin Spacey was baby boss, but and then I remember, oh wait, it was Alec Baldwin. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I always think like, oh, is this like a House of Cards joke? Oh, I never thought of that. But is it a, is it a, he he had to have been cast before he was Trump, right? Is it just coincidence? I think it's a Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross joke. 
Because you know, all cookie, those kids love that. He says cookies are for closers. That's his line from, well, kind of his line. Wait, do you know what his line is in Glengarry Glen Ross? Big brass balls. <laughs> no, his closers line. What's for? Do you know coffee? What's for, yeah, coffee's yeah. for closes. <laughs> so your coffee's for closes. <laughs> That's my Baldwin and Glengarry Glen Ross. It's pretty good. I've got another impression I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear it? Yeah, please. Okay, strap yourselves in, guys. (laughs) Okay, so strap yourself in, okay? This is. Hey, uh, speaking of strap yourself in, Paul Walker, buckle up. (laughs) Everyone put buckle up. You get a ticket, bro. Ticket Ticket to heaven. Uh, Here's my impression. Strap in. This is my impression of uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda in Hamilton. Yo, I'm Alexander Hamilton, and you're Aaron Burr. If we want this country to grow, sign the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> that's that's uh, you sound more like Ad L- Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that's LMM. LMM in uh, Hamilton and scene. But you know what? You pitched it as if that was a weird thing. Like I'm going to take this person and put them in this situation. But nope. he did the one everyone knows. Well, I was just trying to... I, I like to think... He's got a really interesting cadence. That's he more does. what I was trying to impersonate. But usually it's like Al Pacino, like, dealing with well, his every, bank. Or everyone's like, got, ooh, But, you know, you take... Oh, like, yeah, You know, yeah, usually yeah. you take a... It's like a fish out of water thing. Like, oh, I'll take the voice and Hater put it in did this... did that. Yeah. He did the Al Pacino waiting on the... Yeah, dealing with the waiting. bank. Yeah, seven. So I was... <laughs> no. I'm Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, why did you have him be doing something else? And then I really hope everyone at home listening knows I'm, I'm also doing... You're like karate and... shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're playing oh, a I'm VR Alexander game. Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton, the VR experience. <laughs> hey, Aaron Burr. He's got like a really weird... Like the way he raps, I'm yeah. fascinated by Because he's an incredibly talented person i'm not making sure. fun of him but i do think he's got a unique cadence he's got kind of a funny cadence <laughs> like i love hamilton just as much as everybody else uh-huh but at the same time it's like come on this is he's a little funny yeah he's got to bring it to the mainstream do you think that's it maybe some of some of his rhymes are whack as the kids would say i haven't listened to the whole thing are you still one of those people who's like i won't listen to it until i see it no, I just, I don't want, I don't know. Nothing's driving me to listen to it. <laughs> Aside from everyone saying it's the greatest thing ever. But they're talking about the musical, not just the music of it. Uh, I, I so I guess, yeah, yeah, I am yeah, kind yeah. of that way. Yeah. I'd rather see it than just listen to it. You know what you should do? Give me the book and I will do it all for you. Ooh, I would do that. <laughs> Can we do a, a podcast episode where it's just me doing Hamilton? <laughs> Can you put up a four episode? And one character is played by Alec Baldwin. <laughs> and one character is played by Vin Diesel as a baby. Hey, Lafayette. <laughs> get out of here. Mr. George Washington, I won't do that. Cookies are for clothes. <laughs> Hey, wherever the rails are, we're off of uh, them. I think, look over there, there's those rails. Hey, we were supposed to be on those Hey, boys. we should be on those. You know what? I don't miss them. Let's pick up this train and move it on over, huh? Much like Unstoppable, 
which is not what we're talking about today. But hey, if you haven't seen Unstoppable, uh, the 2010, is it 2010? Somewhere around there. So two years after we graduated high school, Unstoppable <laughs> came out. Tony Scott. Tony Scott's final R&D. film before he jumped off that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers the for the life of Tony Scott. <laughs> Spoilers for Tony Scott's <laughs> life. He jumps off a bridge. If anyone's a Tony Scott fan and hasn't caught up, <laughs> wouldn't it be a oh real boy. wouldn't it be a real bummer if like one of Tony Scott's family members listens to your podcast? Like somehow, like yeah. Steve Scott listens to your podcast somehow, and he's like, "That was my uncle." You couldn't give me Ridley. <laughs> Do you think Ridley Scott knows how how to operate a podcast? <laughs> but he can't use a phone. <laughs> he's making these incredibly technically difficult uh-huh. films, and he's like, "What's email?" <laughs> That's how he talks. <laughs> What's email? <laughs> Katie, come here. I can't get this attachment to send. Hey, fast bender. <laughs> What's uh, this little paper clip in my email? <laughs> I'm just trying to do a hyperlink, not hyperdrive. <laughs> Let's shoot another <laughs> alien picture. Oh, God. You just dropped your pencil. I did. Here's a pen. Who's the Ridley and who's the Tony? Tony, Tony, Tony. Of the two of us? <laughs> Are you asking about us? <laughs> yeah, who's the Ridley and who's the Tony? Oh, Can we both just be Ridley? <laughs> do we want to be? Do you mean based off the bodies of work? Based off of our bodies. <laughs> based off our bodies. Who's got the Tony looks. Scott body? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're more of the Ridley. Yeah? Yeah. A little bit. I got a little more Tony in me. I'm a little more an edge. A little one foot in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real top gun, if you know what I'm saying. <gasps> oh. Whereas you're a real uh, gladiator in the sheets. Thank you. <laughs> and man, you are on fire. Hey, you made me on fire, right? Yeah, that was okay, really cool. good. He did make me on fire. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. That domino didn't fall. <laughs> Let's be done. <laughs> I haven't seen that Ridley Scott film. Domino? No, Let's Be Done. Oh, sorry. You know what? They might have uh, released that film when I was living on Mars, and they called me The Martian. Do you remember that? <laughs> that was a real reach. That was a real Jack Reacher. Wrong. <laughs> Christopher McQuarrie films. Should we do those now? Yeah, let's please. <laughs> let's do uh let's this podcast is a real rogue nation. Hey, let's right pick now. this train up and move it out of those rails, huh? Hey. Yeah. What a uh you had something you want to talk about. Yeah, we we got something we're gonna talk about today. Something like, I, I I think I think most people know what we're gonna talk about. Because it's in the description. Well, yeah, but I think everyone's had some experience with this. Wouldn't sure, you say, like, probably. everyone who's going to listen to your podcast, what percentage do you think know? When they when they hear this bad boy, what do you think uh, they're thinking of? This is sick. <laughs> We're both nodding our heads in unison. <laughs> it's a lot more lead up there. <laughs> <laughs> You think this is ring any bells yet? That's super iconic, right? That great tapping, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa, this is a new verse. 
I was waiting for the iconic riff. Yeah. Is it just going to lead up to this? Is Judy going to take off iTunes for this? I don't know. I think that's made up. We're talking. We're talking over yeah. it. But there is that part that we're kind of waiting for. We're trying to it? beat Shazam right here. <laughs> hey, it's crazy. Jamie Fox is <laughs> the host of that. Wait, is this it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whip the phone away. It's still blowing the bad guys. Sweet. <laughs> you know what's crazy? This is a four-minute-long video. How long is this song? I don't know. It's only supposed to play like 30 seconds, right? <laughs> yeah, boy, that, maybe that's how they save all that money. Let's have the theme song be four and a half minutes long. <laughs> Opening credits don't exist anymore. I know. I just say the name of the show. Yeah, thanks. Wait, Lost. so that was Power Rangers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're yeah, talking yeah. Power Rangers. But that was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the '90s show. Yes, that is the original incarnation of the Power Rangers, which, which everyone's watched, right? The American. Yeah, Power yeah, Rangers. yeah. Everyone's seen that Power Rangers. Like everyone like... knows, like the Green Ranger, like Tommy. Like everyone remembers that, right? Wasn't Tommy blue? No, it's Billy. Oh, you're God. right. Boy, we're off those rails again. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Oh, God. No, so, like, I really want to talk Power Rangers because I do love Power Rangers. I think a lot of kids go through a Power Ranger phase. I definitely went through one. Did you go through one? Yeah, I liked them. Were you, were you like, into it? or? Yeah, I saw the movie. I think I have the movie. The original one. Yeah. With the... They've got an insane Chili Peppers song in there, don't they? No. <laughs> Do, isn't that a Chili Peppers song? I, I don't know. <laughs> You've lost Go on. Me. The one with the ooze guy. Yeah, Ivan, Ivan ooze. ooze. Yeah. Apocalypse from X-Men Apocalypse is uh, Oscar Isaac. What? Didn't you ever notice that? Like, people made that joke on the internet that Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse and X-Men Apocalypse from last year mm. looked exactly like Ivan Ooze. Oh, really? And his performance is a little like Ivan <laughs> Ooze. If anyone's seen X-Men Apocalypse, there's a really insane scene where, like, Apocalypse, he's like this evil god from ancient egypt and he wakes up in the 1980s because for some reason that movie takes place in 1980 and he goes up to like an old tv like Mm -hmm. he's all blue he's like covered in rags and he goes up to like a tv an old like tube tv like that's just in like a window and he puts his hand on the screen and someone walks up to apocalypse and they go hey what are you doing (laughs) and apocalypse Who's played by Oscar is like a great actor, and he just goes, Learning. <laughs> and he's learning through like the TV as the channels are uh-huh. moving. And if you think I'm exaggerating, that's how he says it. He legitimately goes, Learning. I can't wait to never watch that movie. <laughs> it's garbage. I like that performance, though. Thank you. Your fans are getting some really great stuff. Do you think my Lin Manuel Miranda? Uh-huh. They're you getting a lot of imp- Didn't you do a lot of impressions last time too? I feel like you did. <laughs> I feel like these, this is all I got. I, something you that, rarely uh, do non like off mic. Hey brother. I got that one. Uh, uh let's see. Uh I, 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 I'll let you decide who that was. <laughs> do it again. I, 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 I feel like it's Woody Allen. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Let's say that. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know. Do you have any impressions? Do you have any go-tos? No. Not that I'm going to do right now. <laughs> uh, oh, how about this one? Does anybody know what this is? 
Sing along, Stevie. <laughs> That's Springsteen. <laughs> Come on, Stevie. Steve Van Zandt? Yeah. <laughs> From Lily. Let's Hammer? go back to back. Stevie, let's do it again, buddy. <laughs> Why does your impression always have to be him talking to Steve Van Zandt? I like to imagine that like the rest of the E Street band is kind of like over it a little bit and like Eli Brazier really talks to his Stevie because <laughs> Stevie's like guys we gotta talk to Bruce this is like our mail ticket <laughs> right. nobody wants to see the E Street band we gotta team up with Bruce and they're like okay Steve but you gotta talk to him and Steve is like okay I'll tell him we gotta share a microphone or something and Bruce is like we're buddies hey Stevie let's do this a one two three <laughs> See, that's pretty good. I like that. Highway. Wait, no. Yeah, that's how that song starts, right? What song? <laughs> Highway? Uh, yes, and there's a song that goes, Highway 45, down the road. <laughs> down the road. <laughs> you know that little saxophone? Go. <laughs> go ahead. Just do the whole thing. Uh, you want me to pull it back? Pull us back in. Oh, I got uh, all night long. That's my Lionel Richie. So you showed me two specific Power Rangers shows. Yes, we watched two different versions of Power Rangers today. Neither of which was the main. Neither of which was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is the original Power Rangers in America. Because I feel like we all have seen that. We all know it. Part of the reason why Tommy's the Green Ranger and Billy's the Blue Ranger. Got it. We got it. We yeah, got Zordon. We, we, we got Alpha we, 5. Yeah. It's like, well, one, I did go through a huge Power Rangers phase when I was a kid. Partially because I think, I think Power Rangers is, is really cool in the sense that it, it ticks a lot of, like, nerd boxes that I think have traveled through me the rest of my life. Sure. Like, I think about, like, all of the things that that show, which is, again, like, this 20-minute TV show. And it squishes in all of these things that, like, as an adult, even if I don't realize it, I'm like, oh, wait. I think a lot of the stuff I got into because of stuff like Power Rangers when I watched when I was a little kid, like, I think it's, like, a really cool gateway drug to becoming, like, a huge nerd. Sure. Like, it's definitely, it's superheroes. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, like, those super colorful costumes. You know, you got all the different... You know, the transformations, all that stuff. So it's it was definitely an entry point into me, like, loving superheroes. Mm-hmm. It's got tons of martial arts in it, and it's, like, I'm still into, like, kung fu movies. You know, it's a really good gateway into getting into, like, Bruce Lee. Like, you know, everyone's, like, I think everyone's done, like, the, you know, like, yeah. when you do the karate chop, like, that sort of stuff. Like, that's sort of where I think that began with me, because, like, now I love Stuff like that. You always do that. Hi-ya. Yeah, I do. Hi-ya! 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 You got giant robots. You got, like, kaiju type stuff that's going on. Like, the giant monsters, sure. giant robots. And it's like, I think there's a real through line from that Power Ranger series to, like, me growing up and being, like... A loser. Like, yeah, I'm a huge loser. But, like, I think, like, all the movies I've seen this year, including a Power Rangers movie. Uh-huh. But, like, I saw, like, Kong Skull Island. I right. loved it. 
I saw a ton of superhero movies because there's been so many this year. Right. I've watched a lot. Like, I've really been going, like, in a deep dive of, like, Bruce Lee lately. Uh, just got done watching, like, all of Lone Wolf and Cub. Sure. Like, and it's like, those are these are all things I'm still super interested in. And it's like, I think there is a real point of origin which is like when i'm a kid i'm ingesting all of this crazy ass stuff in one tv show Mm -hmm. and it's kind of carried through with me and i think the thing i find interesting about it now and this is why because you told me you don't really watch when you do this show you don't like do homework it depends on what it is but yeah it's like part of the reason i was like we need to watch some before we do this is like if you stopped watching after like 97 or after a certain age because i'm guessing most of your audience is around our age sure if you stopped watching you have no idea what the universe did bonkers this show got and when i say it's insane what we watched tonight yes without question unlike anything i would have expected from this series and i think i even tried to like hype it up so like one of the power rangers the episodes that we watched today was an, the first episode from a series that they did called Power Rangers RPM. It's called RPM because it's a car-based Yeah, season, like a car-themed. But the car theme really has nothing to do with the show, right. which the show is a post-apocalyptic nightmare scenario in which, like, it's like a Terminator 2 kind of thing where, like, the computers... kind of... It opens up with like... Wait, ex- you should explain what how this show got made. Okay, so Power Rangers RPM is from like 2009. Basically, Disney... This is before Disney has Star Wars. It's before they have Marvel. It's before they've got even like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like Disney is trying to get into this young boy, boy toy market. They're trying to get into boy toys. <laughs> Aren't we all? No, not me. Okay. Uh they're trying to get into boy toys, so they buy Power Rangers from Haim Saban, and they spend, like, a ton of money on Power Rangers, and basically they don't know what to do with it. And they, like, own it for a few years, and they they can't sell the toys. Their shows suck, and, like, interest in the show really plummets, mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do with it. So they basically are like, you know what? We're going to make one more season of Power Rangers, and then we're just going to kill it. Like, we're going to make no more. We're just going to let it die. And they make this season called power rangers rpm which was intended to be like when they announced it and they like started marketing it it was like this is it guys like it's all ending and they created one of the craziest (laughs) pieces of again children's television i've ever seen like it's insane what we watched tonight yes we watched the pilot episode which as i said before begins with like a terminator 2 opening yeah with like the internet uh, computers kind of taking over. Vengex, please. The computer virus, Vengex, which we learn in one day took over 37% of the world's computers. <laughs> <laughs> which, I mean, I love that someone wrote, what would be like a crazy amount of computers for a virus to take over in one day? 45 seems too unbelievable, <laughs> but 37, that'll scare you. One out. third seems too low. Also, my favorite thing is, so this is a children's TV show that's going to air on Saturday mornings, and the show opens with a narration describing how the world ends <laughs> via computers, something that every kid is using. Like, 
hey, you know these computers? They're going to murder all of us. Presumably, like, holding one in their hands while they watch it. <laughs> On their 2009 iPad. Mm-hmm. And then it segues into, like, a ripoff of James Cameron's Terminator, Terminator 2 openings with, like, a robot-human apocalypse scenario. Right. And we have a great shot of a general, like a military general, who's watching the battle with his, like, aviator shades on and Uh just the flames from explosions (laughs) in his shades just perfectly. And then I think at some point, like a subordinate to this general who's watching this opening chaos as like, you see like people dying in explosions, people getting hit with lasers, giant laser guns. This guy walks up to the general. He's like, you know, we just lost our air force squadron. We like blah, blah, blah. And he goes, what should I do general? And the general goes, go shoot something, (laughs) which for a kid show is Uh a horrifying statement to make. (laughs) There was a lot of, Gun violence. Yeah, it was lasers, but they were shooting a lot. It was like Starship Troopers. <laughs> Basically, if you told me this was a propaganda video, I, I would believe it. Exactly. And then not two minutes after that, we see a school bus. We should mention that in this post-apocalyptic world, there's one city on the entire planet left right. that everyone is trying to get to. because they're under gonna, a dome. It's under a dome that they're going to close off. And this is like the big final battle with everyone trying to get in. And we see a school bus pull in. And who is driving the school bus, Joe? Uh, how do I describe this guy? <laughs> well, we later find out he's a ranger. Yeah, he, he becomes a Power Ranger, yes. At the time, he's like kind of a tubby new... Was he New Zealand? What's his accent? Newsflash, he's tubby throughout the whole series. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> he's like kind of New Zealand Scottish. Yeah, I think he's Scottish. I said Scrooge McDuck, and I think that was pretty accurate. You can think of Scrooge McDuck's like, oi, wait, <laughs> I don't need to do Scrooge McDuck too. Imagine like Scrooge McDuck in the body of this uh, bus is falling to pieces. <laughs> yeah, I think he has that line. This bus is falling to pieces over here. Oh, that's good. And the general is like. You get that bus in there and save all those people. Like, you get into the dome, and he goes, If you don't mind, I'd like to go in there, too. He's got something like that. Yeah. So, we see a tubby guy driving a bus full of children that's being, like, blowing up and shot at. Mm -hmm. And then you see a motorcycle trying to beat one of the closing doors as the dome (laughs) is, like, closing off. And you see, like, a hard power slide, or, like, they do that, like, James Bond. Slide the cycle under, yeah. And this woman gets up off the motorcycle, takes off the helmet, and her hair goes like flying everywhere in that cool twirl. And she's got a passenger with her. And the passenger walks up to the general. The general goes, what happened to the Eagle Squadron? (laughs) Which I love that the name of their Air Force was the Eagle Squadron. (laughs) And he's like, Eagle Squadron 2 didn't make it. And he's like, very well then. And then the general starts to walk away, and then this fighter pilot who rode in with the motorcycle lady goes, Wait, Dad! We find out, oh man. Son of the general. This fighter pilot is also the son of the general. You'll later find out in a later episode. Eagle Squadron member two was his brother. Oh no. Who was the favorite his brother? Favorite son. Oh yeah. man, it was so oh, great. Oh no. Which, I think, at what point do they do the smash cut? Oh, to the title card yeah it's around there 
I don't remember what the line was before that, but because it's this absolutely crazy like opening sci-fi robot war thing. You've got uh, people are dying. You find out Eagle Squadron Two is dead. And worth reiterating, this is Power Rangers. <laughs> this is Power Rangers. This yeah. has been ten, fifteen minutes into a pilot. There's no recognizable characters. <laughs> there's no color. Various accents. There's zero color. It's all the color of sand. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wart. Well, I guess there's those like robot guys, but I don't think they've shown up yet. No. Which are creepy looking. Uh-huh. So then eventually we get a hard smash cut to a title card, just which a... is just plain white text, Power Rangers RPM. And it's, you're almost like, holy crap. And from there... <laughs> We open on the most sepia-toned desert wasteland you've ever seen. With Wait, a... no, we find out it's been one year later. Oh, right. One year later. Somewhere outside the dome. <laughs> War-torn desert. And we see a hot rod. Which looks exactly like, exactly Mad Ma- like Mad Max Rokotansky's uh, interceptor. The rest, of the, mo- the rest of the pilot is Mad Max. <laughs> Which, if I'd like to reiterate... The rest of the pilot is a Mad Max homage slap straight ripoff mm-hmm. in 2009. Yeah. So well before Fury Road became the coolest movie ever. Right. It's not a hot property at the time. So someone who's making Power Rangers for Disney is like, I'm just going to do an homage to these hard <laughs> R trilogy of Australian post-apocalyptic action movies starring now disgraced Mel Gibson. Exactly. And it's like, if you think like I'm kind, like we're kind of like embellishing that it's a Mad Max ripoff. Mm-hmm. It's a straight Mad Max rip. Yes, like he's in a black hot rod where like the engine is creeping out like in the middle. Uh-huh. He's wearing a yellow jacket or a leather he's got a jacket. Black leather jacket. He's drinking. He's collecting water tins and drinking the water. They mention that gas is hard to find, and they even do that that shot. Where it's like kind of like a faraway shot where like he's standing next to his car with his back to the camera. Uh-huh. And what does he find, Joe, in the desert, in that war-torn desert? What does he find? Finds oh, a, I remember. It's kind of beautiful. He finds a lone flower. Finds one flower. A beautiful yellow flower. And Joe, if I remember correctly, he's only got a little water left. He's got a little water left. What's he do with that water? He takes a little tiny sip of it. Just a tiny sip for himself. Just a tiny little sip. And he gives the rest to the flower. Gives the rest to that flower. But then a group of foot soldiers come. Who are robots. They're robot foot sh- soldiers, and they come attack him. They attack him with, if you notice, giant flathead screwdrivers. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he does this great leaping jump, ready to fight him off the car. And you wait. Joe, you think, we're going to see a big action we're scene. We're going to see a huge, Power Rangers. a great fight sequence. Yeah. Or are we going to hang on that flower the whole time? And just see fights in the shadows. And just see some shadows. <laughs> Until the car pulls away and there's just a pile of bodies. which One of which is like <laughs> a walking pair of legs that then collapse. Which, I mean, I know like just based off the opening of the episode, you know they're robots that he's fighting. But if you're a kid and you kind of don't make the connection that these bad guys are all robots, you might think he ripped a human being Yeah, there's not like a lot of like wires or sparks or anything. It's just (laughs) legs. It's just (laughs) legs like collapse. But I love the like flower, 
like with the shadows fading in the background because it's like such a great like student film like yeah i'm gonna play with expectations there's also here. a couple cuts that they like kind of sneak in like they go to different angles of it yeah but it doesn't work <laughs> and there's a a terrible terrible like the cheapest rock song they could find to play oh over yeah it. again this is power rangers the colorful fighting giant monsters show from your, our youth at this point there's been no no power ranger transformations there's been no like evil bad guy talking to the screen if you were a kid who was like i'm gonna get my bowl cereal i got my pjs on i'm gonna watch spongebob and then i'm gonna watch the new season of power rangers it's debuting i hear it's the last one i'm excited it's saturday morning you had a long week of school school sucks (laughs) been a long week you ready to unwind you got your cartoons you want to watch some power rangers here we go. And you're RPM. watching. This a, is a car one. I love cars. I hope Disney makes a movie about cars someday. Wait, I think they already made cars. Yeah, it's 2006. Yeah. I love cars. I'm even more excited. Power Rangers cars. This is going to be great. And you are treated to a <laughs> brutal, war torn future. <laughs> we are fighting for resources. It, I will say, it's for what, what you told the backstory combined with what they went for, it's ambitious. It's ambitious, but we should also say they had, like, $80,000 to make this. Yeah, and it shows. But, like, I do appreciate that they're just like, fuck it. I'm, we're, we're going for it. Yeah, there's there's a quality to it. You're like, whoa, good for them. Like, they're trying stuff. And then they, and then they after that fight scene, they do, uh, they cut back to, the, like, this cool car driving in the desert. And he stops his car, this man in black, black leather, our Mad Max figure. And he stops his car and he takes out a paper map, which I would assume is useless at this point. Like <laughs> maps, like there are no more boundaries. Right. Takes out a map because so he's, he's looking for this dome city. Mm-hmm. And then they even do the like classic. Like have you ever seen a Mad Max movie? This happens in every Mad Max where someone comes up behind him to try and steal his stuff, mm-hmm. even though Mad Max is the coolest guy on the planet. So then it becomes like the whole like here's how I'm going to get out of this because you're an idiot. Like this same exact thing happens in road warrior. Mm-hmm. Like someone tries to rip off mad max and Max is like, Nope, tricked you. Now I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Right. And we meet Ziggy. Ziggy, who I don't even know what his accent is. Yeah. He's got a, he's trying to hide something and it's not working. And at the point he says like, unfortunately, yeah, he's got that, like <laughs> the Irish up and down cadence. He's falling in and out of his accent <laughs> really bad. Also, we should mention these are not like, these are like, I don't think they have SAG actors. I think you have to be a non-union actor to be on this show. Oh, or yeah. I think, I think that might be after this, but now they employ like non-union actors. Sure. But like we should I should say, I think the guy who's doing Mad Max in this pilot is good. Oh, he's cool, yeah. He's cool as ice, baby. He's it's working. He's like an Australian soap opera actor. Hmm. From like like you know whenever like an Australian actor becomes famous in America and they're like, Oh yeah, they were previously starring on Neighbors in Australia and it's like always that one Australian soap that yeah. seems to be like America's farm system <laughs> for like superheroes and gorgeous women. Uh-huh. Neighbors in like Australia. <laughs> which I think like Chris Hemsworth was on that show. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh so we then so then for some reason Mad Max teams up with Ziggy. They like become mm-hmm. friends. Oh, because Ziggy knows where the dome city is. Correct. And so then we get into this great exchange where we set up another trope of, like, this genre where Ziggy is in the car with our Mad Max ripoff. And Mm -hmm. Ziggy's like, 
hey, so I'm Ziggy. If we're going to be partners, I need to know your name. And what does this guy tell him? I don't know my name. No, first he goes, I don't know. And then there's like weird back and forth where Ziggy's like, you don't know if you want to tell me your name or you don't know me. And then he's like, I don't know my name. And it gets into that great, like, he's a... We later find out he's, like, a part cyborg who is, God like... damn it. It's crazy. <laughs> because in the in the next episode, which we didn't watch, mm-hmm. they introduce this, like, sexy female robot who's, like, the daughter of Vengix, the, like, evil bad guy robot. Uh-huh. And then by, like, the end of the show, we find out they're, like, brother and sister and, like... Oh, cool. It's, it's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> Did you watch the whole series? Yeah, I have watched the whole series. It Does ends it... on a crazy cliffhanger where, like, they decide to, like, destroy the planet or something like this. What? Yeah, there's, like, a really crazy <laughs> cliffhanger. Uh, Interesting. So then we get into a really ambitious car action sequence that they cannot afford. Correct. One lick of. Mm-hmm. Where they're being chased by robots on motorcycles, shooting lasers at them. Yep. And it's just, like, the same, like cheap like explosions or it's just like flames shooting straight up in the air and do you remember the best part where he's he's like throwing like he's got like a million grenades in his car they just oh, throwing right. behind him and they're perfectly landing on these like motorcycles oh well he also licks a lollipop and uses that as an adhesive which is weird because like i don't think that's how lollipops work i think they meant gum right i think so but i think they had a lollipop because it looks like a cigarette hanging out of your mouth and oh that's cool God. <laughs> so, you th- so you also think they're also doing subtle smoking illusion? Maybe, yeah. You can also tell they wish they could swear. Oh, for sure. They, you can tell there's like a sense of like, you know when you watch like a kid show and you're like, they say, darn. And it's like, you know, in the original script, they wrote like, damn, Says but you're not like, going to say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the best part is they're heading to, they need to get through like a security defense. That's like a wall of robots, ammunition, robots shooting at them. And Ziggy accidentally sets off one of the grenades, or like starts the countdown, Classic and drops Ziggy. in the back seat. So what does our hero do? Our Mad Max ripoff he takes that car, <laughs> fishtails it, launching the explosive out of the back window. Yeah, he like pulls the e brake so the car yeah. slams to the side, and the grenade just shoots out the back window. Once again, go go Power Rangers! Yeah, <laughs> costumes. The best the foot part, soldiers. The best part about this is the grenade flies out of his car, and instead of just like the grenade hitting the robot and then exploding, it like bounces off the robot for a second, which you know they had to pay for. Uh-huh. They're like, I don't just want it to hit it and blow up on contact. Can it like bounce off so it looks a little realer? And then just <laughs> this wall of robots just it's all gone. They all yep. like just blow up. They all go in one fell swoop. They drive into the city of Corinth. Okay. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the dome city, the dome city yeah. of Corinth, which my favorite part about Corinth is Corinth in the dome, the ceiling of the dome, which when they first go into the dome, it's like the metal paneling of like a warehouse. So it's like, this is where we live. Like we live in this right. massive structure that is like separated and isolated from the rest of the world. Giant steel dome. This is the last survivors of the human race. And they decide that, you know what, just to make people feel better, we're going to turn on, like, lights that make it look like the blue sky. Yeah, it was like a screen that made it look like you could see, like, a pretty normal sky. 
And it's clearly just a, like, we can't afford to budget to make it look like we're constantly filming inside this massive uh, dome building. So if we just make it so it looks like you're normally outside when you're in this, <laughs> under this dome, <laughs> we'd so save a lot funny. of money so we could shoot downtown exactly. New Zealand. Oh, man. So they get there. They get there. They're chased because they're led into the city, mm-hmm. and these bad guys sneak in, these sneak bad in robots. J.J. <gasps> Abrams. So who comes to save our two car ziggy and unknown mad max if you're still listening here's that you know what i joe my house is really crowded because i'm living on the edge and that's where all of your listeners are right now the edge of their seats that is but you know what they get in there the soldiers the robots are there ready to attack them who shows up but our titular heroes the guy from the bus the guy from the bus the girl from the motorcycle girl from the motorcycle the fighter pilot Eagle whose dad two, is the general. Eagle one, whichever yeah. one he was. They show up and what do they do? Turn into Power Rangers. And then there's a big Power Ranger fight. It's like the same Power Ranger fight you've seen a million times. Uh-huh. And meanwhile, they keep cutting back to Ziggy and Mad Max sitting in the car watching this Power Ranger fight. Because the fight go is on. on the hood, it's around the it's car, going around it's them. there. And Ziggy's like, oh, this is so awesome. Go, Rangers. And Mad go Max, Power Rangers, go, he's like, go Power Rangers or something. And Mad Max is like, what'd you say? And Ziggy's like, these are the Power Rangers. Which one of the Power Rangers are? And then Mad Max goes, what's a Power Ranger? Hard cut to title card. And he goes, just Power End Rangers. of the pilot. <laughs> it's kind of good. It's a ballsy move. I wanted to watch more. It's like, it's incredibly cheap and incredibly budget. Like, it looks like a bad sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. But there's like a level of like, there's a level of uh, commitment to it that I think does sell it. Absolutely. Makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, they're going for it. It's clear they're like, we're going to do this crazy low budget, New Zealand based Mad Max ripoff. Because it's like, even if it is terrible production values, everyone from the actors to the writers to the people making it are really good going for oh it. yeah this is they're not going for it well yeah but they are going for it and there's something charming about that yeah and like there there are i mentioned this before so like the red power ranger he's not jessica jones now mm-hmm. he's the i don't know if you if anyone watched jessica jones he is the uh junkie neighbor of hers who's like a, he's like a heroin addict on yeah. jessica jones i zombie is the yellow ranger the girl who plays i zombie mm-hmm. and then um is that her name on the show yeah, they call her iZombie. Is that true? They constantly go, hey, iZombie with a lowercase i, much okay. like Apple products. We need to solve a crime. You're a zombie. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the bad robot girl, who we didn't see in this episode, she was the star of Rain on the CW, that Mary Queen of Scott show. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Then we segued out of Power Rangers RPM. We did. And we moved into a different Power Rangers uh, series, I guess universe you want to take the lead here so then i so then i was like because i watched a couple years ago i got really back into power rangers because i found it it's all on netflix and i think i started watching some of it as like a kind of a lark and i was like oh this is fucking crazy because like they have seasons of power rangers that are like they're time travelers they have seasons of power rangers where it's like they are aliens like it's crazy some of the stuff that's in it is it all canon do they all connect at all or do they just kind of do their own thing or does it really even deal with that? Um, yeah, it, there is like a weird backstory to it, but no, every new one is completely mm-hmm. like a fresh start. Sure. So 
So I started watching a little bit of that just because, like, oh, this is funny. And then I found it very compellingly weird. There is something strangely compelling about how ambitious it is for how cheap it is. Sure. And there's something strange. Like, we watched that pilot episode. It took us a long time to describe everything because it's like they're doing 21 minutes of content uh-huh. for, like, what should be, like, a 40-minute program. It should have been an hour-long episode, for sure. And they, like, squeeze it into 20 <laughs> minutes. And there's something fascinating about it, because I feel like it's the opposite of every TV show now, right. which is, like, let's stretch this episode out to an hour when it should be 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So then, while I was going through this Power Ranger phase, I started watching the original Power Rangers from Japan, which is called Super Sentai, and I discovered it's even crazier they're doing something on a whole different level in Japan. If you thought Power Rangers RPM wasn't for kids, this show really isn't for kids. <laughs> yeah. There is blood. There is, like, drinking. The episodes we watched tonight, there weren't any, but, like, shocking alert. There's, like, weird panty shots every once in a while on the show. Like, you didn't it's show very... me a panty shot up? <laughs> no, I did not show you that episode. Well, the preview for... Oh, yeah, there episode, was. There was a guy in his underwear... But, like, the Japanese one is, like, kind of like a weird, like, superhero, kind of like a weird horror vibe to it, though. Yeah. So, like, we watched Kaku Ranger, which Mm. is one of the Super Sentais that didn't get turned into a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger show. And, like, it's a ninja-themed series. And we watched a two-parter weird ninja in the forest. Yeah. It was what they were like because they're driving. They're driving their their, their food, food truck. truck that is, they're driving a food truck that has like the spirit of a cat in it. So their food truck meows. <laughs> and then they're the main bad guy sends a group of the main bad guy who's Eddie Van Halen. By the way, yeah, he plays a guitar. It's very weird. <laughs> he like runs in and out of rooms, going like with like a weird plastic guitar that he's just like strumming. He's got some black lipstick on. So he sends. A group of essentially like mega Power Rangers. It's like five female. Evil. What'd you say? <laughs> no. What did you say there, John? Mega, like bad, evil. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Relax. Yeah, he just sends like five lady Power Rangers, but bad ones. Oh yeah, they're bad, and they giggle a lot. <laughs> they do giggle, but like that creepy giggle. Yeah, they're scary. Like an Evil Dead giggle. Mm-hmm. Interesting, you brought up Evil Dead. Because you kept telling me it's like a, a very like Sam Raimi vibe, which is 100% true. Yeah. It's definitely like if anyone knows that movie House, mm-hmm. not House the Doctor show, which has been coming up a lot today in our conversation, <laughs> but that crazy Japanese movie House, like there's like weird special effects, weird sounds, like a lot of like, like uh, fog in the forest. And you brought this up. The show was shot on film. So it does. T- it's got a kind of a cool look to it as yeah. well. It looks like it was shot on like sixteen millimeter. It has like a grainy, dark quality to it. And they they do that thing that I miss, which is like there are scenes where it's just like there's that cool like super white fog. Uh huh. And it's like there's something about that. Like and like in my brain, I'm like ooh, fog. Like this cool like thick white fog is all over the place. If like, nothing else, I can't recommend enough to just like watch the opening titles. Yes. Because we watched two episodes, and I was fascinated by, like, the music, the look of it, the music. It's, like, really unique. It is. And also, unlike Power Rangers, they have a lot of blood. Oh, there was, like, they're basically those 
evil Power Ranger girls. They lure them to the woods. They they take out four of the five. Yeah, they get like isolated. They like, take out them one by one in like a brutal fight. Off. Oh, there's also that moment. There's two left, and they have this moment of like. Oh yeah, wait. Shoot. So we should set, we should set this up. Okay. So three of the Power Rangers get like eliminated, get taken out quite brutally. Yeah. And the two that are left, and again, this is like a kid show. I thought this was. This, I think this is well written. Mm-hmm. Is the two the two realize the other three have been captured, and one of them is like, "We need to leave. Like, we're just going to get captured too if we stay." And then they get like ambushed, and the other one is like, "Yo, your only option is you got to leave." Mm-hmm. And he like basically like leaves all of his other friends who have been captured and are being tortured, uh-huh. and is like, "I'm going to run away." And he gets to a bridge. He gets to a bridge, and he's surrounded by the five evil lady power rangers uh-huh. and they make him jump they make him jump and then and he explode a dummy <laughs> well first they have a stunt man who they track they like attach like 10 squids <laughs> of like explosives, explosives to. yeah and they just like there's a shot of like a definite stunt man and like the thing that was so it's so low budget there's that shot where like his costume explodes and you can see all of the patches that he's yeah. wearing that are rigged to go off and it's like and it's like he blows up and then falls off a bridge turns into a dummy mm-hmm. it's one of the worst cuts <laughs> to a, a dummy who looks like the power ranger and they like literally much like on mythbusters they like blow up a dummy. oh yeah there's like a huge explosion <laughs> but it's like a in midair we uh-huh. should say yeah <laughs> i don't even know how they did it it was amazing it's it's great and then he lands on the rocks uh-huh. and that's how the episode ends and they cut to this weird guy who he's like the weird narrator and like i don't know what would you say like in a traditional japanese like kimono is that a kimono no like you, know a, what, you know what i'm trying traditional to say house yeah like like a bamboo walls and... yeah and he's like what a cliffhanger <laughs> and i'm not being racist because that's exactly what yeah, he's, he's supposed to be he is he looks like Harry Carey, and he's super into it. He's got like yeah. these thick Coke bottle glasses. Harry Carey played by like Long Duck Dong from <laughs> exactly Pretty and Pink, Sixteen Candles, uh, and he is just like, and what wait. will happen next week? I guess we'll have to find out. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks for watching. And you're like, what? The that hell? was crazy. Yeah, it's like he's like a a babysitter watching it with the kids. Like, wasn't that nuts? <laughs> When I was with other parties, like, hey, those bad guys are pretty scary. Don't be friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> and then we watch the second episode. Which, so we find out that Dummy was a trick he did because he's a ninja. Yeah, so basically, joke's on us. When we watch that, we're like, that's a really bad dummy. It's supposed it's to be, supposed a, dummy, to be a dummy, He's filled with straw. It's a, it's a real man. straw man argument. Fake news. Wow, topical. <laughs> Uh, and then you find out he's like badly injured. the The girls find the dummy, and hey, they see the sh- a does trail. The show, of... Does the show remind us that he's badly injured, Joe? Oh, we follow a trail of blood across the rocks, to which they go. He's badly injured. We can follow a trail, and then we see him tie up a very open gash on his leg, which like it's also a bright red wound. Like, oh, they yeah. took like red paint or just like it's like that seventies blood where it looks. so so vibrant red. It's so cool. It's awesome. And he's also the power, <laughs> the red Power Ranger. So yeah. it's also like some cool you topical. Know. 
And so that turns like a kind of like a diehard movie. Yeah, he's got to go get his friends back. His friends. And my favorite part is, is they show us one shot of him ripping off one of like the pieces of the clothing he's wearing mm-hmm. to like tie up his wound on like his thigh. Like he's bleeding really bad. Mm-hmm. Then he gets into a ventilator shaft and he's like watching the bad guys from above the air shaft or whatever he's in. He's watching from above. And then he like starts writhing around in the thing in pain. Yeah. And then they show us him t- take off his bandage and reapply yeah, a, new a new one. And it's like, what the fuck are you watching? This is crazy. And then basically he frees their Power Rangers and they they, they get their Zords out and That's fun. they kill everyone. And then the bad guy who Eddie Van Halen mm-hmm. he meets the uh, Lady Power Rangers. He's playing a grand piano mm-hmm. in like that fog scary spooky stuff mm-hmm. and he's mad and he's, he's mad at them and then he turns the five lady power rangers into cats and then like picks up a cat and like the actor is almost too violent with the cat, yeah, the that cat does not enjoy whatever he's doing and he says like a line where he's like hey power rangers next time i'm gonna make you suffer even more and then like cackles and like strangles a cat it was crazy it was nuts but I, I do think, like, the Japanese one has, like, a weird, like, if you're into any sort of, like, Sam Raimi or, like, weird old Japanese horror or, like, those old, what is it? I know, I know you're busy right now, but do you know what I'm trying to, like, how is a better way to describe those kinds of special effects where it's, like, the bright light that they just put over the, they, like, superimpose, like, you know what I'm talking about? Kind of. Like, there are those scenes where they're like, they're like, yeah, and, like, they've got, like, a weird, cool, like, neon light that's just, like, really oh, poorly. Yes. It's almost, like, rotoscoped over it. Like, that bright light is added on top, like, in a, a special effect. Yeah. But it's because they added it, like, almost one film over the other. They've got, like, these cool, there's something about the Japanese version where it's, like, the low-budget effects look way cooler than in the Power Rangers one that we watched. Yeah, they add a lot of, like, character to it. Or, like, in the opening titles, there's the Red Rangers, like, doing his, like, moves in front of open, like, huge flames. And it just looks really cool. Yeah, there's something really cool about the way it's shot. It's definitely low budget, but there is, like, a cool charm to it. And then they cut back to, at the end of the episode, that weirdo guy who talks to the screen. And he's like, whoa, what an intense two episodes. Stay tuned next week. Thanks. And then he asks a question. He's like... Do you remember like what those, trivia? Do you remember, like, do you remember that one part in the episode? Like, find out after the commercial. And then in the closing credits, they have like a yeah. quick like answer to the question. There's the answer, kids. You dumb idiots. <laughs> Thanks for watching the credits. You get our ratings up. I guess they also did like who's that Pokemon? There was yeah. a lot of stuff like that. Got to catch them all. Keep watching. And then I think your favorite part was the end credits. The end credits are great. That's what I was looking for on my phone. I wanted yeah. to play it. But like, what's the name? The full name? Super Sentai? What? Uh, Kaku Ranger. Um, so yeah, there is a, there is a song that plays at the end of every episode. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. And all the foot soldiers from the show are dancing to this, which are like they look like big blue, like Super Mario bad guys. Yeah. And they're like dancing with like their hands at their faces. Yeah, shy guy. This is an earworm of a song, Joe. I've been singing it since we watched it. (laughs) 
I don't know the words. I like ninja. pretty good though. I know it is a great <laughs> song. I'm surprised how much you remembered of it. I remembered Ninja. Yeah. Do you remember what they call the team in that closing song? We only saw it in the credits. Uh-uh. They call them Ninja Skyscraper Kids. Oh, that's right. It's <laughs> the name of the Power Rangers. Ninja Skyscraper Kids. It's cool. I want to watch more of that show. The Japanese one specifically. The ja- like, and I, I it, if you're into anything like that. Especially like if you want to watch like a, if I described it as like it's a superhero kitty evil dead two, that's not totally off base. No. And I mean, my other favorite part about this version of Super Sentai is it's it's five people like all the Power Rangers things are. Mm-hmm. It's it's five people, and in a like Super Sentai first, one of the Power Rangers is. Japanese, but he was born in America. He's a Japanese American, right? And he comes to Japan, and it's really weird because when I started watching it, it's this really—it's a runner throughout the season, and it's great watching it at, from an American perspective because uh-huh. the whole season they're making fun of him for how bad his Japanese is. <laughs> they make fun of him for all his dumb American customs that he does. Like, there's an episode where like they're going to like a ramen restaurant, uh-huh. and he's like. I want a hot dog. <laughs> He's like not into their culture. Uh, he at also all. does speak English. <laughs> yeah, like everyone's on he'll lapse into English, which is kind of a cool touch because he speaks Japanese. But then in the episode when he gets super frustrated, he's just like randomly, and it's not even in Japanese. He literally speaks English. And he's like, "Why are you doing this to us?" Yeah, it's kind of a cool touch. Also, when they introduce him. They're like, oh, this guy's from America. And he walks on the screen in a cowboy hat, like blue jeans and like a leather vest. Classic. And he's like got like spurs on. And we're being like, is this what they think we all dress like? Yeah. like what the fuck? <laughs> we're all cowboys? That's funny. That's fair. It's great. Um, oh, yeah. And then there's also this great part where like they do like the roll call. And they all, they're like, Red Ranger, Yellow oh, yeah. Ranger. And they're all saying it in Japanese. So, like, whatever the Japanese word for Red Ranger is, he's saying, like, mm-hmm. and then his Red Ranger. Name. And then, yeah, their name. And they get to this guy who's American, and he, like, out of nowhere just goes, Black Ranger, Jiraiya. <laughs> and it's, like, it's great. Uh-huh. It's super great. I think, I, think, I think people would be into this if they watched I it. I think so, too. There is, like, an audience for this show. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, it was very entertaining. I want to watch more of it. And the other great thing is they're all 20 minutes long, and there's two minutes of credits at the end of the show and a minute opening opening sequence. Yeah. So they're all like 17 minutes of content. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. I, I mean, did you hate what you watched? No, I, mean, I really liked it. There is something... So like, I think Power Rangers kind of falls in this weird category, and I think there's another reason why I, I really like it. Is like there's certain kinds of shows, and a lot of the people you have on the show talk about on your podcast have talked about shows like this, where it's like Doctor Who, Star Trek, um, things like the X Files. Uh-huh. It's these like super long running institutions that like develop their own cliches and tropes and style within the whole entire series. Right. And, like, there is something that's, like, addicting. And I think this is what happened to me a couple of years ago where I did, like, this really hard deep dive into, like, reading about, like, all these crazy... Because there's, like, been 35 seasons of Power Rangers, not even counting the Japanese version. Jeez. 
And it's like, there is something kind of addicting, like going on like Wikipedia or YouTube and just like people will do like an hour long compilation of like every single blank from Mm -hmm. like Power Rangers. And it's just like, oh my God, there's like 16,000 hours of content. And like, there's all these crazy things. Like you read, like people be like, oh yeah, in this season, there's an episode where there's like a fart monster or there's an episode of this season where like someone's a flasher but when they like open up their jacket instead of being naked he's covered in eyeballs which is an actual thing from one of these shows and it's like you read like man that's fucking crazy like when you read like oh yeah this season of star trek they do this Mm -hmm. they're like on a space station the whole time because you did deep space nine right yeah and there is like something about these kinds of shows where it's like x files where it's on for like 10 years and like there is something kind of and i think especially in this weird like internet wormhole age stuff like this is kind of insane like you lo- like we love doing deep dives mm-hmm. and this was kind of like power ranger was like oh yeah i loved that when i was a kid and i fell out of it and then i didn't realize there was this insane long stretch of just stuff i could devour sure and it kind of consumed my life for like <laughs> a couple of months and now i still like follow it and like speaking of like super sentai shout factory streams like a lot of these super sentai shows for free like you can go to shout factory super sentai and like watch a bunch of this for free so if you're in any way curious give it a try give it a try it's bonkers what was the one we watched uh what was it the monsters one like doro doro doramon no the what was the name of the episode we watched oh the name of the episode we watched was arg cool guys (laughs) and the second one was like destroy red monkey oni something oh, like yeah. that and i don't even know where that came from because there were no red monkeys <laughs> right which like oh my god like it's great especially if you're like you're kind of a little drunk and you're just like sort of like half paying attention and they're mm-hmm. like wait what the hell just happened <laughs> like there's an episode of this thing where they accidentally kill a kid oh yeah yeah it's bonkers <laughs> I, I i love it i think it's a real through line in my life like to get to where i'm at now it's because of stuff like power rangers sure what do you think is your big gateway from when you were a kid what do you mean like you think about like what you are into now like you're super into comedy where do you think that came from i don't know you don't you know you don't think there's like something in like some sort of weird looney tunes there must have been i liked a lot of looney tunes yeah i guess i could have been in or just cartoons in general Cause like, I remember, this is crazy. Like I remember my grandma, my grandma would record what? No, you're good. My grandma would record Saturday night live cause she mm-hmm. couldn't stay up to watch it. And she loved watching Saturday night live. So did my grandpa. So they would record it on Saturday nights. And then on Sunday I would go to Catholic school on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I go to my CCD class and then I'd come home after CCD after my Catholic school. And my grandma would be like, let's watch Saturday night live from last night. And then after church, we would watch last night, Saturday Night Live. And I remember being like, there were always things where I was like, ooh, this isn't appropriate. But like, I feel like that's definitely something that's carried through with me. Like, I remember watching like The Ladies Man and like just being like, there's like an episode of The Ladies Man that I remember watching vividly as a kid where like Cameron Diaz was the host. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Cameron Diaz was the host and she did like a spot on The Ladies Man Mm -hmm. and like... 
first of all, ladies name was very inappropriate for me as a kid, sure. but I love that he had that lisp. I didn't get a lot of the jokes, <laughs> but I thought the lisp was really funny. Sure. And Cameron Diaz is the host. And if I remember correctly, Cameron Diaz comes out and she's like playing, I think a hooker. Mm-hmm. And she like turns her back to the camera and like half pulls down like her pants like a little bit. Not so like her butt is showing, but like the beginning part of her butt. And she has mm-hmm. like something written, like tattooed. And there's a kid being like, holy crap, what did I just see? That was insane. Like it's burned into my brain. Yeah. And that, I mean, here I am. That's how you got into women. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's actually, no, I know why I like, I, I remember the first time I was ever like, oh, I like girls. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share it? I was looking at a, a making of book for Batman Returns. And I remember thinking Michelle Pfeiffer was fascinating. And I remember I would sit behind the couch. <laughs> I would push the couch away from the wall. Uh, I would take this little making of Batman Returns book. And I would like creep behind the wall on the couch. And I would just open up and I'd look at pictures of Michelle Pfeiffer and be like, what is happening? Like, I couldn't stop <laughs> looking at it. But it's funny, if I was going to read the book normally, yeah. I would just sit out in the open because I love sure. looking at this making of book. But if I wanted to just look at MP yeah. as uh, C-dubs, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, Got it. I would push the couch away from the wall and just, like, creep in there like Gollum and just, like... <laughs> and I remember just, like, really just be like, what's going on here? Like, And I, I didn't know it was, like, a sexual thing. Right. But there was that, like... I'm into this. I'm yeah, you're very fascinated curious. by yeah. it. Sure, I understand that. <laughs> Do you have any sort of thing like that? I don't think so. And I then, have to think on it, but nothing that comes to mind like right away. Like, oh yeah, that. And then also, unfortunately, this is also <laughs> this is the weirdest thing possible. So my grandmother, the greatest woman on the planet, mm-hmm. uh, my grandmother when I was around the same time I was born had breast cancer. I didn't know that. Yeah, my grandma around the time that I was born, she had breast cancer and. She had a double mastectomy, oh. um, which, if you don't know what that is, she had both of her breasts removed. Sure. Um, so growing up, she we she had a lot of like those fake breasts, mm-hmm. and I remember just for some reason I thought they were like a ton of fun, so I would just steal them and play, and play with them. <laughs> and like I don't know why, but I love playing with. Them. <laughs> <laughs> which if you if. Boy, oh boy. My God. If you've ever wondered what's wrong with me, that's <laughs> probably a good starting point. Sure. <laughs> Any girl that I've ever dated listening to this is like, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, bad. My dear friend. As, uh, as Mike Lowry would say, shit just got real. Mike Lowry. Uh-huh. You know, for Bad Boys. Uh-huh. That's Martin Lawrence. Yeah. So buddy cop movies, guys. <laughs> That's a good episode. If you want to go back, they should. I don't think you should. Okay. Unless you uh, just want to hear me talk about the nice guys. Ooh, good movie, though. Yeah. Want to shout out Friends of the Show, Emily, your sister. Yeah, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Lynn Miranda. Thanks, guys, for the shout out. <laughs> if you haven't already, check out Into the Heights. <laughs> My first one. I think it's just In the Heights, right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Mr. Pulitzer. Want to shout out your grandma, lovely woman. Yeah, Marge. Shout out Caitlin Hempstead. She did that Star Trek episode. That was good. She did the DS9 one? Yeah. Th- wait, did she talk about how the first season of DS9 is, like, not great? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. She did. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> Are you talking to me or the people who yeah, listened yeah, all yeah. the way through? Oh, a little of both, I guess. 
for real though it's fun i like power it. rangers is great you convinced me thanks also the power rangers movie opens up with a masturbating cow joke really yeah is it like we don't have a cow but i milked it or something like that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he's like he's like good thing we milked this cow before because like trying to do like a high school prank Mm. like putting a cow in like the locker room and this guy is like hey good thing we milked this cow's udders before we brought in here huh it's like this is a bull not a cow and he goes well then uh what did i milk (laughs) again this is power rangers for Uh, kids for kids yeah oh boy also in that movie elizabeth banks plays the bad guy yeah and the thing that like fuels her power is literally gold uh-huh and it's so funny because one she's amped up to 11 sure like she's chewing the scenery and like no scenery is left with her yeah but it's so great because she's like obsessed with gold so like most of her dialogue is just gold member from austin powers oh. 3 <laughs> so she's just like i need gold <laughs> it's great oh man you did so good and then just pulled it all away. <laughs> well, you think my little gold ruined it all? No, I just... That didn't exactly sell the Power Rangers movie on me. Oh, no, no, no. The Power Rangers movie is great. Okay. She's she's awesome in it. Pitch Perfect 3, though. Oh, boy. Did you watch that trailer? No. I'm not wrapping up ever, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Can we do a... Diff- okay. Thank you for doing it. Again, guess. me or the listeners? Both. Yeah, thanks. Most, mostly done that time. Yeah. Do you, oh, do you want to plug anything? Uh, hey, I guess I'll accept. I'll start accepting people if you add me on Twitter. Really? Yeah. Ben David Colossen. Nice. I think that's my handle. You're on Instagram. I do some retweets. Oh, yeah, I'm on Instagram. I had a great gram the other day. Found a gas station sign that said 24-hour orgy. That was a good It kind of blew up. Whatever. I got 13 up. likes on it. Oh, uh, shoot. I'm very selective with my Instagram. That's fair. I'm on Instagram at IndefensePod if you want to follow the podcast at IndefensePod on Twitter. Joey Bergen on Twitter. Tweet us if you watch any of this Power Rangers show. I'd love for people to watch it because it's really good. Specifically episodes 15 and 16. Arg. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You've just listened to In Defense with Joey Bergren. Please rate and subscribe us. It really does help on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Wow, that's pretty good. Podcatcher. What's a creative podcast network?